Welcome to the Autism Grown Up Podcast. I'm Rory Regan. And I'm Dr. Tara Regan, and we are from Autism Grown Up, a nonprofit focused on learning and sharing about autism and adulthood. Each week, we share what we're learning from our own experiences and what others are doing in the autism community. So join us for some fun conversations, and we hope you can bring something home with you each time you listen. This is for everyone in the autism community. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Autism Grown Up Podcast. This week I'm going to be sharing another one of our toolkits from the Lifespan Toolbox. These are all audio versions of our toolkits, all available within the Lifespan Toolbox within the Autism Grown Up Resource Center. A lot of prepositions. Uh, For those of you not familiar with the Lifespan Toolbox, this is a toolkit series. We have toolkits on a variety of topics that are so important to autism and the lifespan, and there's such a gap in terms of getting everyone on the same page around these topic areas, so that's what we do with these toolkits. To learn more and to get like physical, digital access to this toolkit itself, you can go to autismgrownup.com slash toolbox. For this week, I'm going to be going through and sharing the audio version of the Getting a Job Toolkit. Getting a Job Toolkit from the Lifespan Toolbox at the Autism Grown-Up Resource Center. About the Lifespan Toolbox. The Lifespan Toolbox consists of toolkits for each topic area important to the lifespan, particularly preparing for and navigating adulthood. This information is applicable for those who have a younger child on the autism spectrum, teens, and adults. In our experience, it's never too early to be thinking about adulthood. We've collected research, lived experiences from autistic people, the majority of whom prefer identity-first language, so that is why we are using it here, and others supporting them. Our professional experience serving the community and combined it all into interactive web pages and PDFs to easily download and share. Keep an eye out for the symbols below for helpful tips related to each role. You'll see symbols for self-advocates, family members, professionals, and community members. Overview. Getting a job is a major part of being an adult, and oftentimes autistic teens, like their peers, will pursue a job while in high school. Research from autistic adults also shows a need for preparation and working on vocational skills while in high school, prior to graduating and entering adulthood. If you're not familiar with the stats around employment, over 80% of adults on the autism spectrum are unemployed. If they are employed, they're more likely to be underemployed, working less hours for jobs that they are overqualified for and paid less than their colleagues in the workplace. To the right, you will see an image of an adult male in a pie chart with the percentage 80%, 80%, representing the over 80% of adults on the autism spectrum who are unemployed. In this Getting a Job Toolkit, we'll be focusing on the process of getting a job, as well as discussing some of the obstacles to getting and keeping a job. Each individual is in a different place and can benefit from learning about the options available to them. Getting a job can be a fulfilling experience across many areas, supporting finances, social connections, and quality of life. 
Many autistic adults are in the crosshairs of trying to secure a job that they like and is also a good fit. Others may prefer to find some contract work or part-time hours to get out of the house. Another consideration are those who want a job but don't want to lose their disability benefits, which is a whole nother can of worms. The toolkit is for self-advocates, family members, professionals, and community members. In whatever role or roles you occupy, you can use this guide to support your knowledge on a topic, share information with others in your support networks, and use this in discussions about the job process. Let's focus on. This topic is incredibly vast, so we'll start on a few key areas of importance and frequently asked questions. We will further clarify the process of getting a job, address misconceptions, and provide some ideas for further discussion with others via the role you occupy. We encourage early conversations about getting a job. Ideally, we can focus on promoting vocational skills as early as elementary and middle school. Work-based learning experiences, WBLE, are a set of eight types of experiences that build upon each other to support vocational skills, opportunities for generalizing these skills, and growing a network of relationships in the community. They are listed below. In a table, it says eight types of work-based learning experiences, career exploration, job shadowing, work sampling, internships, service learning, mentoring, apprenticeships, and paid employment. Who can help coordinate work-based learning experiences? School staff for one, professionals working with teens and adults on the autism spectrum for another, and family members can promote these work-based learning experiences, as well as autistic self-advocates, of course. Community members are a key part of providing opportunities in the community for work. Below, you will see all of the symbols from the previous pages. Uh, professionals, community members, family members, and self-advocates as something to pay attention to. WBLE, or work-based learning experiences, are typically a process that transition IEP teams may implement. However, these learning experiences are applicable at any point of the employment journey across the lifespan. Question one, what are some things I may not know about getting a job? You'll see the symbol for self-advocates. Heads up that this can be a lengthy process, depending on how much you have done up until now. Do you know what jobs you're looking for? Do you know your interests, strengths, and what, what, what could potentially be a good match for you? If you're not sure, we recommend taking at least a few different types of transition inventories and questionnaires. These can help you get started with what types of jobs may be a good fit for you to try out and determine your job search criteria. This is also one of the work-based learning experiences listed above in the previous section. If you're interested in trying out some of this work, you can look for some volunteer work in this area or do more research online. Watch some of the videos out there of what a day on the job looks like. There's a lot on YouTube right now. You can look into your job postings in your area through a quick Google search. There are more sites specific to the job search where they have a search engine for 
job postings such as LinkedIn and Indeed. You can also ask around with people you know to see if they know of any available. They may know some now, or may keep an eye out for you and pass along any news if any pop up later. Once you do find a job that is of interest, follow the job's posting directions to apply for the job. Each job posting may have different directions and it's important to follow those. It may ask you to send an email with your resume or go to their website to fill out an application. From there, you will find out more information about the next steps. If you are scheduled for an interview, make sure to do some research on the job, the organization, and workplace for questions you will want to ask the employer. Employers are sharing that they prefer to have a smooth conversation with a future employee and seek out the questions at the end of the interview. This comes across as you still being interested in the position. Job interview practices is, are highly recommended and you can get a feeling of the flow of the future interview conversations. Question two. How can I support the autistic individual in my life getting a job? You will see symbols for family members, professionals, and community members. Refer to the work-based learning experiences listed above. Depending on their age and experience with work, do you see any experience that would benefit them at this stage? How can their school support them with their goals? If they are in high school, consider their post-secondary goals and related services. Use your support network. If they are out on the job market, how can you use your network to get them connected to opportunities? This is how their peers are seeking and getting jobs as well. Build a support network. If you're feeling low on the numbers in your support network, whether that is because you live in a different area or life has taken over, which happens for a lot of caregivers, there are always chances to build it out in your local community. Think about all of the usual places you frequent on a week-to-week or day-to-day basis. From stores to restaurants and other places in the community the autistic person in your life enjoys. These are great places to start to get to know staff members and other community members who go to these places as often as you may. The skills that help pay the bills. Encourage and promote opportunities for self-advocacy as well as life skills. Research shows that this helps with a lot of areas in relation to being on the job. Question three, how do I know if a job can support me in the workplace? Self-advocate symbol. There are several federal laws to protect you in the workplace. There are anti-discrimination laws for employment of individuals with disabilities. The Rehabilitation Act of 1973, or just referred to as the Rehabilitation Act, and Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, IDEA, support individuals to be prepared for employment. The Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, WIOA, seeks to support people with disabilities to get jobs, specifically to have access to better jobs that are not below the minimum wage. Deciding to self-disclose. Self-disclosing your ASD diagnosis is optional and completely up to you. Some autistic self-advocates have preferred not to disclose at all, some do every time, and others decide based on the workplace culture after they get hired or throughout the hiring process. Questions to consider about a workplace before you decide to disclose. 
Consider and make a list of the accommodations you will need on the job. As you interview with a particular job, make sure to bring this list and look around the parts of the workplace to see if these could be met. You can directly or indirectly ask questions about these accommodations. For example, rooms to decompress and lighting options. Strategy section. Here are some starter strategies regarding getting a job. Number one, review relevant job materials. This is the resume and any interview preparation you can do. Practicing for the job interview is highly recommended. Number two, consider your network. Getting a job today looks very different than getting a job years and years ago. Most jobs do not appear on LinkedIn, Indeed, or anywhere online like we talked about. Positions are more likely to be filled by connections than from a job post. Our favorite word, networking. Uh, consider, here's some list of bullet points here around networking. Consider how you can use your current network now, like people you know, people your family knows. How can you grow your network? If you're just starting out, do you know of anyone with a disability working? Are you working in any of the jobs at their workplace? Research has shown that after having at least one employee with a disability, employers are more likely to hire and support more employees with disabilities. Three, link with your local job coaching services. The main ones are vocational rehabilitation agencies and other agencies local to you that focus on job coaching. They provide evaluation of services, vocational training, and job coaching support. This can be incredibly helpful and beneficial for those who need more support on the job at first, but then can fade support over time as the employee becomes more independent. Support section. Here is some starter support from in-person to online, informal to formal. Job training. There is the potential for a variety of local job training programming and services in your local community such as vocal rehabilitation, or VR as it's commonly referred to, VR agencies, and other related job coaching services. Depending on the state, check your state info for confirmation. For those who will need job coaching support over the course of their entire employment and have a Medicaid waiver, they may use their existing Medicaid waiver services. As more members of the community see a need for supporting autistic adults on the job market, more businesses and organizations are being created and focusing on this tremendous area of need. A lot of these programs focus on preparing while in high school and shortly after into young adulthood, but others have expanded into working with older adults as well. Below are some growing national programs to support getting a job, and these are all clickable links here. And we have three options here. Autism Career Pathways, Neurodiversity in the Workplace, and Spectrum Works. For more information, this is our resource page. And then as of this recording, we have four listings here, but as this toolkit continues to grow, we will be adding more and more resources. The first item is a blog post from Very Well Health titled 10 Things to Know About Autism and Employment. Another blog post from the Indiana Resource Center for Autism, written by Dr. Temple Grandin, called Choosing the Right Job for People with Autism or Asperger's Syndrome. 
We have a resource page from the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network called the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act and ensuring our right to competitive integrative employment. And then we have, lastly, we have a resource page from the National Technical Assistance Center on Transition called the Competitive Integrated Employment Toolkit. And lastly, we have a note section. I hope this toolkit was helpful for you in getting an idea of whether you as a self-advocate are trying to get a job or you as a family member, professional or community member and thinking about supporting um, neurodiversity in the workplace and getting more neurodivergent and autistic people on the job. And thank you all for listening to today's episode. You can check out everything that we talked about in our show notes on the Autism Grown Up website, autismgrownup.com. And this is also linked in the description of this episode, wherever you are listening today. And this leads me to a quick ask. So if you found value in this episode and know that others would really also benefit from listening to this podcast, please leave us a rating and review. This really truly helps others in the autism community be able to find us easier online. You can also take a screenshot of you listening to the podcast on your phone or whatever device and tag us at Autism Grown Up. That's pretty much our tag everywhere. And that also helps get the word out about the show in a big way. So thank you ahead of time for doing that. And thank you so much again for listening to another episode of the AGU podcast. I'm looking forward to our episode next week, and I'll chat with y'all soon. This episode was brought to you by our supporters. We are a nonprofit, and we would love you to become a supporter yourself of future episodes like this one. Like I mentioned, this is just one of the many resources we offer in our resource center, and we're working towards a fundraising goal on expanding our resource center, and we need your help. Go to autismgrownup.com support dash AGU to learn more and help us keep the show and our resource center running. 